0: from their respective apartments. It's Just Meaningful Plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Maria Clay and Tony Darkham. See, that was what it should have been last time.
1: <laughs> I love it. Chris, welcome back to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. It is week two of West Side Story Month. Ooh. I know you do.
0: (laughs) Was that a little bit of a non sequitur use of it? I could say, oh, I love this month.
1: I know you do. There we go. (laughs) We crushed it. We nailed it. We practiced this so many times.
0: We rehearsed it as much as they rehearsed cool and caused several cast members to get pneumonia.
1: (laughs) It's fine. It's cool.
0: Ugh. Welcome to Act 2 of the 1961 classic film, West Side Story. Last, uh, Previously on West Side Story, things happened. <laughs> yeah. Listen to Exciting last week's episode happen. if you want to know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, if you're hopping in this week, listen, like, I appreciate the dedication, I love that you love our podcast that much, but you absolutely need to go back a week and listen to week one.
0: Yeah, but also, why?
1: Because it's week one. It's act one.
0: Yeah, why just jump into act two, unless you don't care about the first half of West Side Story, in which case, what's wrong with you?
1: In which case, I don't want you to listen to part two. In which case, I don't want you here. (laughs) If you're telling me that America is not the greatest part of the movie, I don't want you to listen to my thoughts on part two.
0: I want you hear less than the Jets want Anita in Doc's candy store.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. We are getting controversial.
0: (laughs) That is, oh, that's, that, I have opinions that we're going to share about that scene later. Watch out.
1: Yes. And it's going to be my, like, 10th time hearing these opinions. <laughs> because we talk about West Side Story a lot.
0: So we are covering the second half of the film today. It is approximately the last hour and 10 minutes of the film. Uh, okay. I guess hour and five if you take out the end credits. Um, there is an entract... Uh, but then, after that short little piece of music, there are technically eight-ish songs in this second half of the film. Uh, so we have a few things to discuss. We'll kind of go over some of our favorite things from this part of the movie. But first, Katie, I think it is very important to summarize this.
1: <laughs> summarize Absolutely. this film. Absolutely. So, So, keep in mind, we've already summarized Act 1 last week to bring you up to speed two rival gangs. People are falling in love. The end.
0: In fair Manhattan, where... I wish that I knew all of the Romeo and Juliet, like, two houses, both alike in dignity. Like, if I could give that speech, I would be very funny right now. Alas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alas, we can't.
0: I'm only sort of funny. Are you
1: a Shakespeare fan?
0: Um not real Okay, what do you define as like a Shakespeare fan?
1: I don't know, like do you appreciate his works?
0: Well, okay. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> but I don't know a lot of Shakespeare. Um I, I had to read four in high school and that's the only Shakespeare I've ever read. Um mm-hmm. So I know Romeo and Juliet, Macbeth, Hamlet, and Much Ado About Nothing. Um I've seen film adaptations of I guess all four of those, but I haven't really seen any and like I guess I've seen works based on those as well, but I've never really seen any other Shakespeare related thing that isn't those plays. Mm-hmm. Are you a Shakespeare person?
1: I'm not particularly, you know, not particularly. I am familiar with Romeo and Juliet because they shove that down your throat in the public education system and I'm familiar with um Midsummer Night's Dream, or whatever Mm -hmm. that one is. We did that one in Mr. Walker's class. I don't remember which one because I took two of his classes, but we did one of the. We did that one in his class, and just a weird, trippy play that Mm -hmm. I was like, "This is a side of Shakespeare we do not talk about enough."
0: Yeah, I mean, I know things about different Shakespeare plays beyond the ones I've read. Like, I am familiar with the concept of midsummer but i haven't ever like read seen any version of it yeah do you have a do you have a favorite like shakespeare movie or like adaptation of shakespeare
1: um the only one that like really really comes to mind is obviously leonardo dicaprio's um romeo and juliet yes. and I I, I I like that one
0: I love that movie. It, it's kind of a mess, but I love it. Um, mm-hmm. So of the four Shakespeare's that I've read, I, I do like Macbeth a lot. And mm-hmm. probably my two favorite adaptation things of Macbeth. Um, there is a 1950s, I think. I believe it's a 50s mm-hmm. Japanese film called Throne of Blood. And it is an adaptation of Macbeth's story, but it doesn't use any of the script. Um, and it takes that story and puts it in feudal Japan. And it is like a fascinating watch. It's really good. At the end, they literally shot real arrows at the lead actor. Uh, <laughs> wow. So like safe. Um, and then when I went to New York... There is a play that I don't know if post quarantine things it will reopen or if it has. I don't know these things. Um, but there is a play called Sleep No More that plays off-Broadway. And it is one uh-huh. of the most wild experiences I've ever had in my life. Just between you and me, Katie, have I ever told you about Sleep No More?
1: I don't think so.
0: Okay. So if it reopens and if you get the chance to go to this, I highly recommend maybe read Macbeth ahead of time just to like give yourself a little bit of a head start. Okay. But um, it, is an, okay. it is an immersive, interactive, walk-around production. Where
1: oh, you have yes, you have told me about where this. You have told me about
0: this. Where nobody talks, there it's it is. kind <laughs> of like dancing. You run around and just follow whomever you want, and it's like 1930s like film noir. It's just it is bonkers. You have to wear a mask. You can't talk. I and it is like Macbeth inspired, but it's so. I mean, it's wild.
1: Yeah. I remember this. I remember this
0: one. I have have so many great memories of that show. Like, maybe my favorite is at the end, the dead king literally, like, like, pins me against a wall and whispers into my ear, I hear it's going to be a great party, and then just, like, slinks away. And I was like, oh, my (laughs) God. (laughs) Like, it was, like, weird. I am the
1: chosen one. (laughs)
0: Well, it was, like, weirdly intense and personal, and he, like, took my mask off, and just this really, like, sl- I was just like, am I being seduced? Like, what's happening?
1: <laughs> and why is it working? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I'd never say no to a king. Um uh- <laughs>
1: Are we going to summarize this bad boy?
0: Yes. So, Katie, I'm going to put... You went first last time. Should I go first this time?
1: Probably, to keep it fair.
0: Okay. So we get 30 seconds on the clock to summarize just the events of Act 2.
1: Yep. Whenever you're ready, your time will begin.
0: So in Act 2, Tony and Maria are like, okay, we're still in love. But more importantly, Anita is like, oh, Bernardo, he makes me, like, real hot. After the rumble, we're going to have a great time. Well, uh-oh, Bernardo dies because Tony kills him because he's awful. Um, and also Riff is dead. And we're, like, very sad. And Anita is brokenhearted. And then she goes and gets attacked by the white people. And she's like, you know What? We're done. We're out. Maria is dead. And then Tony gets shot and he deserves it. And Anita, we don't see again, which is a shame because she's the best part of this movie. And Juliet survives.
1: Time's up. Time's up. You did an excellent job of that. I might just steal everything you just said. Thank
0: you. Well, I figured you're going to talk more about, like, Tony and Maria and things, and you're going to get bogged down in the small details and then <laughs> rush to the end when you made it not halfway through the section. So I figured let's focus on Anita and Bernardo, the stars of the show.
1: What? I've never done that before. I get bogged down by small details? <laughs> Me?
0: 30 seconds goes fast. Let
1: <sighs> me just emotionally center myself. Okay. I feel ready. And okay, act two begins, and Maria's in the dress shop and she's singing the stupid song. And then Tony comes over and Anita is like, No 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 no, what's going on here? I don't like this. And then the two gangs meet up and they're like, We obviously are gonna fight. We're gonna bring 15 um, seconds knives. We're deciding what weapons blah, 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 and then they do fight, and then Tony shows up and Tony's like, no, 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 we shouldn't fight, we shouldn't fight. Five oh, seconds. suddenly I'm killing my fiancé's brother at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I missed a few small parts.
0: <laughs> I mean, because you're like, okay, we're gonna summarize things, so we must go, like, scene by scene, and it's like, girl, you have 30 seconds. For an hour and ten minutes.
1: (laughs) I did decently good.
0: I mean, you got to the the rumble.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, be cool, boy. Crazy boy.
0: So, in the second act of West Side Story, like we said, there are eight ish major songs or musical sequences. So let's talk about them. I will name them. And then Katie, we can talk about your favorite song from this part. And then we'll talk about some other things. So the music in act two begins with I Feel Pretty. Oh, yeah. If you want to give a small just here's what this song is or what's happening or what it's about, you can do that because we did that last time
1: it's maria dress shop and they're like oh maria something's different about you and she's like i feel pretty and it's just dumb i don't like this
0: one hand one heart
1: um tony comes to the dress shop and they're just like talking about how in love they are and they're like make of our hands one hand make of our heart one heart only death will part us and they're like you guys have talked one time in your life. Can we calm it down a little bit?
0: My students very much felt this way. They were like, wait, why are they, like, getting fake married? They've talked twice. And I was like, just roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, famously. It's a bit
1: much, but I love it, so it's fine.
0: Famously, I sang this song at my sister's wedding, and, like, I know this song very well. But I had the words with me just in case, kind of at the last second. I was like, I don't need music. And then I had it just in case. Totally forgot the words at one point. So I was glad I had that music. Cried about it afterward. Oh. Totally cried about it afterward. I didn't um, realize
1: Carrie likes the musical that much?
0: Um, No. She was like, well, Chris, you're going to sing at the wedding. What are some wedding songs? And I was like, well, here's an obvious one. <laughs> <laughs> also famously um when they were writing this show um Leonard Bernstein already had some of this music written like he would famously like pull things out of the trunk and say oh i wrote this for something else i'm going to use it here um and he often had like dummy lyrics put in and Bernstein really was pushing for the poetic the like really romantic which Sondheim wasn't all about but on this song the way it was originally written would go as like one hand one heart one like it, it just full bars of one word and Sondheim oh. hated that Sondheim was very mad about it um and at one point and like Lenny didn't really want to change that and so at one point Sondheim uh sent the lyric to him as like one word one note your bar my word or something like that (laughs) to be like i hate this so much so he they eventually compromised and got to do make of our hands one hand so he at least got more than four words in a phrase that Um, is very funny I know way too much about Stephen Joshua Sondheim. Um, all right, next song up is The Quintet, Tonight.
1: It's a masterpiece. That's all I can say.
0: The Rumble.
1: This is all... That's only a musical one, right? They don't yes. sing at all. No, it's, it's just
0: an instrumental.
1: Yeah, it's fine.
0: <laughs> they fight. Um, Somewhere... <laughs>
1: oh this is when tony has gone to maria's house they maybe you no, know, they definitely do it and they sing the song somewhere and they're like oh somewhere there's a place for us because you just killed my brother and obviously they'll never let us be together
0: um cool
1: This is the Jets. They're all mad that their leader has died, and they're trying to, like, calm themselves down because they got to play it cool before they can link back up with the Sharks.
0: A boy like that, and I have a love.
1: Ugh, this is Anita being, like, girlfriend what in the world are you doing a boy like that who killed your brother forget that boy go get another and it's wonderful
0: um and then finally the somewhere reprise and finale
1: yeah it's the end of the movie you know
0: yep maria sings it as tony dies the end <laughs> The end. So do you have, out of these, a favorite song?
1: It might be A Boy Like That.
0: Interesting. Uh, Just the A Boy Like That half, or?
1: I mean, specifically the A Boy Like That half, but I like the song as a whole.
0: I do too, but I get a little bored with I Have a Love.
1: I know, I know. It just act two, act two music wise, like is absolutely not my favorite. Like of the act two songs, only one of them has made it onto my musical playlist.
0: Which is cool.
1: No, it's one hand, one heart. Even though I trashed on it earlier, I'm still missing it
0: so i I still really like the music of Act Two, but Act Two is much slower in terms of its music, which is why it's so interesting because the plot is like so ramped up and is supposed to be so intense, and we have things like "I feel pretty, one hand, one heart, somewhere, I have a love it, like yeah. they are they are very good, but they are long. Fairly slow ish numbers. I mean, I feel pretty is not very but...
1: slow. They're very slow.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: I mean, cool isn't, but the rest of them are.
0: Cool isn't, but even cool. I mean, it takes a long time to really build. I still, I love it, but it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. in this five minute number, I mean, it starts very chill. So mm-hmm. it's it's just kind of interesting to compare them, for me. I think the best song in this half is the Tonight Quintet. I just think it's a masterpiece. Like you said, Mm -hmm. it is so good. It is so complex. It's exciting. So many things are happening in that number. Um, Everybody's singing Mm -hmm. at once different things. Like, it just, it's so good. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the drive that I want. It's just
1: a pure masterpiece. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: However... There is maybe one piece of music that I like more than the Tonight Quintet in this half. And I did not include it in the song list, because it isn't really technically. It's never included on any of the soundtrack albums. Uh, But maybe my favorite music in this portion is the music during the Anita taunting scene. Um... Now, this scene is a little bit... uh, It's weird, because it doesn't need a trigger warning. And yet, it does. Yeah. (laughs) Because... Essentially, when Anita comes to the Jets to try to find Tony to be like, Hey, Tony, Maria will be a little bit late, but she's coming. Um, And they just assume, oh... She's looking for Tony because she's a Puerto Rican. She wants to get him. And so they start kind of harassing her verbally. Um, It turns physical. It starts to get on the verge of, like, sexual violence implied in a 1961 film manner. Um, But my favorite thing is, as this plays, in the background, we start with the mambo music. And it switches from the Mambo into what song, Katie? America. America. And it just is so emotionally devastating to have Anita's song about how much she loves America, the joys, the virtues of this place. And then the people make it very clear that she will never belong here and never be one of them. Um, And it, like is so overly orchestrated it it like plays with time signatures at a couple points to make it sound like it's happening but a little bit off but then when they start throwing her around and spinning her and we just get that big giant recapitulation of it's like it is it almost brings me to tears every time it is Uh perfection it is so smart
1: it's genius, because it is. Like you said, it's America is her, like, her hope and her dream, and she's watching it all just crumple over this night of, like, the Americans have killed her love. Now the Americans are endangering her. This isn't the America that she has dreamt up in her mind, but this is the reality of her situation, and it's so heartbreaking. hmm
0: and it's happening while she's literally trying to bring an american and a puerto rican together. Yep. And they're like oh well she could never do that because she's one of them she's not one of us.
1: Cuz then a boy like that comes after that part, right?
0: Uh no, a boy like that it before? Ha- a boy like that comes first.
1: Okay, and I can't remember much. Uh, yeah,
0: remember a boy that. like that I have a love comes first. She leaves. Yep. To go tell Tony. Yeah. To go tell Tony. So she's like, she has kind of compromised with herself. Like, okay, even though Tony killed your brother, my boyfriend. Yeah. I will still do this for you, because he means so much to you. So like, she is sacrificing so much in that moment, and then
1: it's taken advantage of. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And all of her fears are confirmed. Yeah. It's just... Oh, it's beautiful.
1: <laughs> it is beautiful. This movie is beautiful.
0: Yes, it is. It's just so good. <laughs> why do we love West Side Story so much?
1: <laughs> I don't know. My mom was asking me why I was so obsessed with it. Because when the... When the um trailer for the new one came out i had sent it to my mom and my brother in a group text and i was like oh, i just have so many feelings i just don't know how i feel about a lot of this i'm very anxious i'm very nervous and my mom was like when did you become so like obsessed with this and i was like woman i wish i knew i wish i knew when this happened
0: i feel the same way because it, like I wasn't shown this as a like small child. the first time I saw it was in eighth grade, and it's not like I watched it a bunch after that like mm-hmm. at some point, I just think I decided this movie is a masterpiece.
1: <laughs> I very vividly remember in twenty like eighteen, I wanna say, yes, it was twenty eighteen because of. <laughs> I don't know if I want to, I don't know if you would want to hear this, but it was right after I had gotten my IUD put in because I love women's reproductive rights and the right to their own body, and I was watching this movie because... I was home all day or whatever and I put it in and I just remember being so enchanted by it and so drawn into it. And I think I watched it like six times in that week alone. And I just kept going back to it and I cried every time. And I was just like, this movie is magnificent. And that's how I feel about it.
0: Mm -hmm. It's weird because... Like, I, probably a couple of years after I saw this movie the first time, or I guess within the next year, I I don't know my own personal story. I I can't remember the exact order of details of what is, like, my first Sondheim love, my first entryway into the works of Sondheim. But West Side Story, because it's one of the lyrics-only shows, means that I didn't necessarily put as much like attention toward that one in a weird way um like i knew it but it wasn't like a oh we're like gonna have to find all the different versions of this cast recording like it was a while before i think i heard the original broadway cast recording of it so Mm -hmm. so i don't know why this is a movie that i'm just like oh it's perfect but but I I do love it so much. Um, this makes me want to transition into something else, but we're going to save that for the end. So real quick, do you have a favorite okay. just part of this act of the movie? <sighs> for me, my answer is already clear. It is the taunting scene.
1: I guess if I'm looking just at act two, I do really enjoy the Jets cool moment. Yeah. It's a beautifully shot. It's it's fun to watch them play off of each other. It's just it's fun. It's a fun number.
0: Mm-hmm. And then before we started recording, you said you had a controversial yet brave opinion to share.
1: I've already shared it without prefacing that it was controversially yet brave. Is it? I, I feel, feel pretty. pretty sucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: No. I so I know I feel pretty is kind of a throwaway. But I think it... It is! But I think it works. Because, I mean, it exists as a function. Um, It exists because that was the musical comedy expectation that they would have something like this. And that's how they open up the curtain on Act 2 in the Broadway version. Um, So, I mean, it exists for a reason. Does that reason necessarily totally work? No. But I think it is fun and delightful. And I... I just enjoy it because you can see both how West Side Story is very much a product of its time with things like I Feel Pretty, but then you also have things like The Rumble and Cool and The Tonight Quintet, which are very forward-looking, it's, it, like, strange in certain ways.
1: Uh-huh. I just don't like it. I just think it's like boring, and it's dumb, and it's just stupid. Which mirror, where? Such a pretty mirror, such a pretty mirror. It's like enough, enough, Maria.
0: No, no. Okay, another wild important question. Of course. Even though I know the answer to this, I'm going to ask it anyway. Yeah. Who gives the best performance in this movie?
1: Oh, God. Let me think about that one. Because there's so many to choose. It's Anita. It's Rita Moreno as Anita.
0: It's Rita Moreno as Anita. So, Rita Moreno, during this press cycle. Come on our podcast. If you would like to come on our podcast.
1: We are absolutely tweeting this at Reader, Oh
0: know, of course we are. So you know. Can can I do something off the cuff here?
1: Don't we do everything off the cuff here?
0: I believe we are about to give out our first ever coveted just meaningful plastic trophy, the CJMPT. Okay for an icon. A legend. Our first ever CJMPT goes to Rita Moreno and her legs.
1: Thank you, Rita.
0: So, Rita, if you would like to accept this award, (laughs) please come on our podcast and then tell us your home address and we'll send you a trophy.
1: us your personal phone number and we'll do a group facetime
0: so out of out of five uh what's a reference to something in i feel pretty since you love it so much um yeah out of five miss america sashes how many miss america sashes do you give act two of west side story um five yeah i i think
1: and i'm mostly giving it five because i gave i gave act one seven and so like i want to give act two like a three or four but Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna give it a five Mm -hmm. because that's still less than seven
0: i do think it is less i the things that i care about more are mostly in part one but I still really like yeah. this part. I mean, I'm probably going to give it either a four and a half or five, but we'll roll with it. And so finally, Katie. Yeah. Out of five I Know You Do's, how many I Know You Do's does West Side Story 1961 get? A hundred. Chris, I am,
1: how many would you give it?
0: I am staying within the scale, so I'm going with five of... Um, And I'm okay with that. Okay. So earlier I was saying, oh, there's something we'll do at the end. I'll transition. (laughs) Briefly, you didn't hear this part, uh, but we realized, no, we had previously planned to do that next time. And I was just ignoring all our plans. So you don't get to hear our hopes and dreams about the new film until next week in addition to us talking about expectations for the new one we will also be looking back at the original Broadway cast recording just to see some differences between the movie and the original especially because this Spielberg adaptation is allegedly looking back a little bit more toward the original stage version than the film allegedly I'll believe that when I see it
1: Oh, That is a tease. I am excited to see what comes out of our mouth next week.
0: (laughs) Well, Katie, if you have a love for our podcast, make sure you share it. Um, Because uh, we love new subscribers. We love new listeners. We can be found on any streaming podcast service. Because a pod like that Must be everywhere.
1: (laughs) You're so good at this. Now I'm trying to think of a clever way to... Gee, Officer Krupke, if you need to get in touch with us, you can find us on on Instagram at jmp.pod. You can find us on Twitter at jmppod. And you can find us on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic.
0: And of course, on Instagram and Twitter you can use one hand to give us one heart one click one heart
1: oh my god how are you so good at these i
0: don't know i feel smart i feel witty i feel pretty i feel gay
1: (laughs) Uh, you're cool you're cool boy crazy boy
0: Okay, we might as well end this podcast sometime tonight, quintet.
1: So... <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned for quick step reactions coming up
0: next. Katie, what the? What... Katie, there's a place for us,
1: a time and a place for us
0: so stay tuned and hold my hand and we'll take you to the next part of our west side story month